0: asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show, that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Welcome back to McNamara on Money. My name is Justin McNamara alongside Michael McNamara. Virtually, you're on the phone today
2: standing by. Yes All
1: me. right. Just checking, making sure you're still there. Uh, okay. So we are, uh, we're, <laughs> we're talking about, about big things that are happening. That's the show, show title for the day. Uh, and we are going to move right on. You know what? And I, I should mention, as I have at the top of um, the top of last hour, we are recording here on November 7th. So no, uh, no official call on the presidential election yet. Uh, although it's uh, certainly uh, trending towards a, uh, a change with the Biden administration. I also have forgotten. We, you know, we are live in the Mac Valley today. Uh, if you would like to reach out, if you have any questions on this or anything else, give us a ring, 978-454-4980. That's 978-454-4980. If you want to reach out via email, you can email us at uh, questions. Yeah, by the way, ma- oh, I'm sorry, questions at McNamara yeah, on money.com.
2: Yeah, I was getting excited. So, folks, maybe you can give us a call and give us an example of inflation in your life that you think <laughs> is uh, kind of, uh, well, scary or, or interesting. Or, or, by the way, if you're stressed out after we just got through telling you interest rates are probably going to stay low for a long time, and you have some questions about what to do about that. Well, I'm not sure if we have any answers, but we'll, we'll give it a shot. So, what was yeah. that number again, Jess? 978-454-4980. We, uh, yeah. we speak English. We're polite to callers, folks. Uh, yes, I did not call this show Major Macroeconomic Trends Affecting Rational <laughs> Investors in Their Asset Allocations. Just think, big things going on, folks, that investors need to worry about. And, and we're talking about inflation right now, yep. and it's pretty simple. Um, it costs you more to buy stuff going forward, or, or your money becomes worth less going forward. Uh, and looking back at uh, stamps or gasoline prices or home prices or college tuitions, if you look back far enough, you just understood what inflation was, folks. Pretty simple, actually. Yep. Uh, anyway, so um, so the the here's the m- write this down, folks folks. folks, this is the macroeconomic point here, okay? Uh, Your money has to earn at least as much as inflation for it to stay the same in terms of what you can buy with it.
1: Your purchasing power. I mean, yep.
2: Yeah, I don't think I even have to repeat that. That was no? I thought that was pretty crisp and pretty clear here, folks. Okay, uh, and, and so I want to I want to give you some examples of inflation. Some of which are frightening, but yeah. that's okay. Okay, folks, that the way that you preserve your money is. To make at least as much as inflation is, and the way that your money grows and you become wealthy, wealthier is for you to make more than inflation, uh, and there are certain ways to do that. Anyway, so Justin, ready for this quiz? Ready. All right. So this is these are uh, basically 1919, uh, 2019 numbers, but yep. Uh, inflation in Angola, okay, in
1: 2019. Oh boy. Ah. Uh, Fifteen percent. I have. I don't know. I assume 16,
2: it's, I know you don't know. Sixteen point nine
1: four. It would probably have to be high, uh, otherwise you wouldn't be asking me. If that was. I, I understand.
2: <laughs> all right. Let me go up here. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm looking at the ten worst countries on the planet. That was number ten. I'll skip the number four. Argentina.
1: Argentina. Inflation. Yeah. Oh boy, that's probably even higher. Forty percent. Fifty-five point eight percent. I'm not bad. I'm not bad at this. Okay.
2: Now let's think about this, folks. Here, a loaf of bread. <laughs> how much a loaf of bread cost. That's a good example. I don't even know these days. What is it, three bucks?
1: I know. We, we, we would never be able to be politicians because I don't I don't know either. I, it's like uh, I would say like three or four dollars, but I don't know what we well,
2: should look at. We, we, we don't shop and we don't yeah. pay attention to how much the bill is. That's I a guess, good yeah, right. anyway. yeah. Yeah, let, let's say it's three bucks. So at the beginning of uh, in January in 2019, it cost you three bucks to buy a loaf of bread and at the end of the year, it cost you four fifty. Hello? If everything in your life went that far, that's pretty Scary. all right, all right. I'm going to do number two and then save the best or worst for last. Okay, Zimbabwe. Okay, 2019. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> How much fun is this? It's 20 percent. 175.66.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: Okay. By the way, you can get evil with me by giving me some quizzes next time you put up the show. Content, you know, no worries. All right. And then last and absolutely not least, or actually probably actually the least, Venezuela.
1: Ooh. Venezuela, that's probably another high one, too. They they, they tend to make the news fairly often. Uh,
2: regularly.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's say, no, I'll go 50%.
2: Two hundred and eighty-two no, thousand nine hundred and seventy-two. Silly folks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's give us some more realistic uh, and hopefully never to be had again numbers. Uh, it, the decade of the nineteen seventies, Justin. Yeah. All you got. All you have to do is guess the average inflation rate for those ten years.
1: Oh, I think I. I, I probably. I'll probably get this. By the way, yeah,
2: it's, yes. it's under ten. By the way, I'll give you a hint.
1: Oh, I was going to say ten, so I, I won't. Nope. I won't. No, is it eight?
2: Yeah. Uh, nope. Six point eight percent.
1: Well, that's not bad. Well, it must have started that though.
2: You, that means you had to earn six point eight percent on your money to be in the same place. Yep. Yeah. Or, or that means that three dollar loaf of bread was about. For 5 bucks plus or minus given the numbers here okay that was a terrible terrible decade with energy crisis and all kinds of stuff but 6.8% a year folks if if your money if you put money under the mattress and it shrank at 6.8% per year that's a pretty frightening set of math 10 15 20 30 years out from now okay and then and then last last okay post war germany a loaf of bread and 1922, 160 marks. Yep. Okay. In 1923, after the World War. 19... Thir- two,
1: 19...
2: It, what? 23. Yeah, well, First World War. Okay. 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 First. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. You know, Germany before they surrendered, in 1922, a loaf of bread, 160 marks. In 1923, it's a two with eleven zeros. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, It's either $200 billion or two. Tri- I, I I don't even know. But it's it's awful. Okay, and, and so my point is that inflation is something that takes away what your money can buy. Money's only as good as what you can buy with it. And as an investor, you need to pay attention to that. Okay? All right. So inflation for the last decade. Justin, what's it been? Two? 1.8? Something like that? I, I think, think, I I think it
1: is sub two. Yeah. I haven't... You know, uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's—I think it's been about 1.8. That is just off the top of my head, though. I haven't looked that up, but I can—I yeah. can, I can yeah. check and it out here. That, yeah.
2: no, no, that's close enough. Okay, but my point is, folks, that in the last 10 or 15 years, strangely enough, when the Federal Reserve banks of the world started lowering interest rates, inflation. Has become pretty low or pr- pretty pretty easy, given the sur- so we have modest inflation these days. But by the way, if you have two percent inflation a year for a decade, you lost twenty percent of what your money could buy in ten years. Sort of a thing. So so it's low. Uh, uh, I I would guess. Okay, that it's going to stay low. By the way, that it's really kind of interesting, Justin. I, I, most of the folks listening to us probably don't pay this much atten- attention to the economic news. But yeah. so the Federal Federal Reserve uh, ha, has been trying to do things to get inflation up to two percent. <laughs> For, for how long has that been, just <laughs> yeah, long, long time, right?
1: And yeah, so far and, and they they've had times when it has popped over. But yeah, no, it's it's uh yeah. know, it's at one point, about one point three seven percent right now. And yeah, no, yeah. they have not they have not been all that successful.
2: Yeah, and, and three or four months ago they gave up and basically said, Listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna worry about inflation till it goes over to and we'll react after it happens. So they, they've given up tr- trying to trying to get it up. They haven't hadn't had no success.
1: Okay? Yeah, well, and, and just gotta, to be clear, yeah. I think you know the. the what they really want to do is avoid deflation, right? I mean, de- deflation yep, is very right. destructive to economies because then, I'll, you yep. know, if, if stuff starts costing less, people just people just oh, wait yeah. and then they don't spend yep. money, and, and that, uh, you know, it's a, vicious, a very vicious cycle. So, anytime inflation gets close to zero, policymakers start to worry about it because if it turns that corner, then you have, uh, you know, generally speaking, a fairly bad outcome. Uh, yep. And so that's why they want to keep it up at a comfort. You know, they don't they don't want it high because that, you know, that makes life difficult on folks too. But they they also yep. don't want it low and especially not negative.
2: Yeah. So, in fact, uh, deflation is so bad I didn't even want to talk about. it. I just wanted to talk about inflation. But now that you have brought it up, no, oh, no. It, it, it's, pre, it's a pretty scary thing for for sure. Okay. So anyway, so you know, uh, the 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 driver, I I I think a case can be made uh, that that what what drives prices of things yeah. is supply supply and demand. Okay, and so what's, you know, what's contributing to these low inflation numbers, and and my thoughts are actually pretty simple. Okay, uh, we have technology. Right. it's bringing, bringing down the cost of things. You know, we got, can go to Amazon and get it cheap or whatever. So, so that the explosion of technology has kind of kept costs of goods and services down. There's been global competition. There's a whole bunch of people yep. all over the world who want to also want to buy things now because more and more countries are having people get into that middle class and want to start doing stuff and have a nice life. And, and so between technology, between global competition, uh, and nervous people saving money and not buying too much and waiting for the world to come to an end, we're, we're probably going to have low inflation for as long as we have low interest rates. That's a guess on my part. Uh, what, what's your take on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you think probably right um you know we we've, we've obviously technology's always we've we've especially with computers it seems it seems like now it's it's going even faster than it always has but i mean we've we've always had technological innovation uh going on and i think yeah i, I think it's more the you know the on the competition side um yeah. you know especially with globalization you know you have global competition for you know you you can play workers off off one another you have firms in you know you can you can start a firm in any country in the world and and sell all over the world now with you know With the way shipping is, there's just a ton of competition, and I. I think it probably, unless we see those trends reversing, which they certainly could, we're probably going to have fairly limited inflation, uh, but you know we shall see famous last words, I guess right
2: well you know <laughs> I think it's a pretty good bet because yeah. I think interest rates are going to stay low and and there is a lot to that nervous people comment I mean people have been saving you know as a result of the two thousand seven eight nine mess which we might not even get to it till next time, people have been very defensive and very nervous, and savings rates have increased and when and savings rates increase. People. That means people aren't buying buying as much stuff, and that yeah. means the economy slows down and is sluggish. and And so, we folks, we're likely to have muted inflation for a while. Uh, and And I guess that's good news. But uh, if you're an investor, you still have a problem. Okay. And 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 so, the the problem is that well, you know, if inflation is going to be percent for the next X amount of years, okay, well, you know, where in the uh, in the bond world can you keep up with that? Or Let, let me say that differently. Okay, bond investments in general are guaranteed. Yep. Okay, they theoretically pay your principal back. Okay, they've been warm and fuzzy investments for a long time, and for the last 35 or so, 40 years, they've been terrific because interest rates have come down. Okay, uh, but bonds have historically, after you took away inflation and paid a few bucks in taxes, have had a very difficult time of preserving your money against inflation. There are some times when that works periodically over time, yeah. but over over a long enough period of time, folks, if all you own is bonds in your portfolio, I, I have a news flash for you. After you adjust for the effects of inflation and taxes, you're probably losing money. Even though you might feel good about it, because they're guaranteed investments. Yeah, that you want. It, you want to explain. You okay with that statement? Yeah,
1: I'm okay with that. I mean, I I, th- I think in yeah. in general, you know, diversification is. You know, it's we we talk about it all the time and and for good reason right i mean you anyone who's in one of anything is going to have to deal with you know with with the risk of whatever that asset is right now it's you know if you're in a bond portfolio you know maybe the risks are a bit more pronounced at this point than they have been uh in the past and and that's just you know one of the reasons why you need to make a you know assess your portfolio closely and make sure that whatever risks you are taking and you know right now it's you know with bonds it's interest rate risks and low return risk uh, make sure that's appropriate for you and if it's not you may you, you have to make some changes
2: yeah and, and it's it, this this is going to sound weird until i hopefully explain it but even though uh, interest rates are lower now uh, but because inflation is lower now yeah, you're, you're you're less worse off, okay, uh, earning two percent on your bonds today than you were at twelve or thirteen back in the eighties. Okay, remember that uh, that money market fund co- rate I quoted you there about yeah. twelve or thirteen percent. Yeah. Well, so in nineteen eighty one, government bonds were like fourteen or fifteen percent. So let's just use fifteen percent. Oh my God, what a great deal! Well, in 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 that year or around that time, inflation was thirteen. Okay. Uh, it, by the way, you, if you if you put a thousand dollars to work, folks, and today it shrinks by two percent in value you're probably less depressed than if you put $1,000 to work in 1980 and it shrunk by 13 or 14% in value, because that's what inflation was, yeah. given the circumstances. So, so it's good to have low inflation, but it can still be cumulative, and you have to worry about that from your investment portfolio. And the, the, the macroeconomic point is that there are certain kinds of investments that have histories of doing better than inflation. That would be uh, the stock market and real estate not without their excitement level, and there are certain kind of investments that have not done as well, and that would be bonds, and you just might want to kind of factor that in to your uh, your mixture and your thinking about going forward. But I hope we have low inflation for a long time, but unfortunately that means low interest rates, and there's a lot of savers out there listening to us that, that aren't happy about that, but that's just kind of the way it is.
1: Right? Yeah. Ideally, you'd like a real return on uh, on any investment that you make, and and but yeah. uh, you know it's probably you're not making a whole heck of a lot of, re- of return now uh, on the bond side, especially not on the shorter you know the shorter end of the curve, the interest rate curve, uh, because you are probably losing money after inflation.
2: Yeah, and let me just take a two-minute sidebar on risk, uh, f- folks. Uh, when you think about risk and money, you're thinking about default, losing all your money, or you're thinking about volatility and at- goes up and down and scares the heck out of you. Well, there are two other risks to investors, okay? One of them would be taxes. Those are guaranteed. And one of them would be inflation. That's pretty much guaranteed. Yeah. So folks, you have four investment risks to worry about, not two. Okay, and if you want to try to protect yourself against inflation and whatever taxes you have to pay, that involves owning stocks or real estate with however much risk goes along with that. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, but you get that risk of volatility and and maybe default. Okay. If you if you want to have your money guaranteed and not have any risk. You go buy yourself some bonds, okay, uh, but the risk is taxes and inflation are going to probably make you poorer, so it's it ain't pretty, but there are four risks, folks, and, you know, stocks take care of two of them and create two, and bonds take care of two and create two, and it's just one of those things. Yep. So. Yep. Alrighty, uh, so let's see, bad news, government, okay, nice. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm good, it, inflation is less than it's been, okay, maybe with the exception of health care costs or some pockets in the economy, and that's not a bad thing for investors, but you still have to be mindful that your investments have to earn at least as much as inflation to be the same money somewhere down the line. Yep. Okay. All right, I think I'm done on that. Any summary comments on that, my son? No,
1: I don't long? think so. I th- you know we haven't gotten all that far in this outline and it's uh, we're sitting here at eleven twenty three, so we should probably <laughs> we should probably move on. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, hey, you know, as long as listeners are enjoying themselves and learning something, yep. that's all there is to it. By the way, folks, our phone number is 978-454-4980. If you have a question or a comment about interest rates or inflation, uh, give us a shout. Uh, we're polite. We're friendly. We speak English, and maybe we can help you out. And if not, maybe you can tell us a great story that some other listeners here would uh, appreciate and uh, learn something. Sure. So, whatever.
1: Do you have any post-election hey market questions don't hesitate to reach out
2: yeah there you go all right so uh the next big thing is the ballooning of national debts in this country obviously but in a whole bunch of other countries uh in the world okay um i i guess a a couple of definitions okay so a budget deficit Me uh, means that you spent more than you take in. Okay. Okay. Yep. And by the way, as a federal government, we've been borrowing some somewhere between 20 and 30 or 40 percent of the money we need. Okay. On a regular basis, if you borrow, you know, so if you run a deficit, you had to borrow some money someplace to pay for it. Okay. Yep. Well so every time you create a deficit, we do one every year in this country, just like clockwork. In fact if you wanted a better a guarantee. But anyway, every time you have a deficit you have to borrow more money to pay for that deficit and then you have your Debt, which is the amount of money that you owe as a result of all of the deficits that you're in, over however long that was. Okay, so in this country, uh, we have a 22 trillion dollar deficit. Okay, which is somewhere around sixty-five dollars or $70,000 for everybody in this country. So if everybody in this country wrote a check for sixty-five dollars or $70,000, we'd be free of debt, uh, and that's kind of a scary thing. But anyway, so we have this huge budget deficit, okay, and a huge debt, and a whole lot of other countries in the world have the same thing. Well, so folks, think about this. If you've got a loan that you have to pay, the bigger the loan is, the more money you have to pay to it, okay? And if you only make so much money, bigger and bigger loan expenses take away from spending money in other places, and we've been doing that as a country for a whole long time, okay? So as our uh, interest payments on our national debt get bigger, then we either get, we get less and less services, okay, because the, the government can't have money to do everything Thing they want because of that. How am I doing so far, Justin? All right. So far, so good. All right. So, so it's one of your, fa- so one your favorite
1: topics, right?
2: It, so, <laughs> as a government, we're in like a, a big pickle. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it is.
1: Or at least, we, or, or not, no, I'll go. Of course, we've ha- we've we've been hearing this for for uh what we have. three we have. three or four decades now. So
2: we 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 have. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and so I said maybe maybe not. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but but it's certainly. Something to be concerned about, okay? And, and so it's not a problem if a certain thing happens, okay? And I'm going to have to use a, a charge card as an example. Yep. Okay? Um, if somebody has a $15,000 charge card bill, okay? Yep. That, that's a that's a huge. A,
1: ba- a balance, a charge card balance.
2: Yep. Yeah, balance, I yep. apologize. A charge yep. card balance of 15000 Well, if you make $50,000 a year, that's a huge thing. Right. If you make $2 million a year, you write a check and pay that off at the end of the month. Yep. Okay, so how much you can borrow depends on your ability to pay it back and how quickly right. okay so so it, so this is a perfect example of of trying to explain our national debt okay you can have as big a charge card balance as you want as long as you can pay it Yep. Okay, Okay. and your ability to pay it, it relates to income. Well, same thing with a country. Okay, you can have as big a charge, a bigger debt as you want, as long as you can pay it off as a country. So the way we, we measure that is called gross domestic product, yep. okay? It, it, it's, it's a measure of our, our economy's growth and therefore its income. So as long as our gross domestic product GDP, okay, exceeds what we borrow, as long as your income exceeds your charge card balance, we're okay, because we can, we can afford to pay it, okay? Yep. So, so if, if our economy grows at least as much as, or if not more so, than how much we have to pay for interest on our debt, well, I guess we could theoretically have that debt for a million years. Yep. Okay. Which is which is Uh, which
1: is you know sort of has been the argument that uh you know that sort of policymakers who who don't worry all that much uh, about. Uh, you know about deficits. Uh, I mean, they, yep. I guess you know you can make an argument that they, they have been relatively correct, right? I mean, if you look yep. back to, yep. I I only have data that's going back to 1990. By, by, by the
2: way, Justin, yeah. Justin Cindy's going to start playing some music oh. about now. So, so tell you what, we're going to have to hold people in suspense. <laughs> oh, GDP expensive.
1: numbers. I can't wait. All right, we'll be right sure. back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to McNamara on Money. My name is Justin McNamara, alongside Michael McNamara. We are recording here uh, live in the Merrimack Valley today, on the 7th of November. Still no uh, president here, so that if if we mention the presidency, that's when that's when we are recording. Um, But we were talking uh, we were talking about paying back your debts, and just before you know before we get to it, uh, I was mentioning you, you had said that you know as long as you are growing your income, it you know it may not be that big of a deal to pay off your debts. I'm looking back to, you know, the early 90s, uh, US GDP was at about $6 trillion per year Uh, and so now we are up over uh, looks like we're up over 21 22 you know in the 21 22 trillion so we've almost quadrupled it since the early 90s which is you know kind of a kind of an argument for what you were saying hey as long as we're making more and more money we'll be able to pay back those debts Um, you know maybe you know know, hopefully that continues but uh, I think you're probably gonna make a point that we should be a little bit more
2: (laughs) be a little more careful is that what you're about to say how how did you know that (laughs) okay so so by the way so, what happens if a country can't do that? Right. Okay. Um, the, the government of Argentina has defaulted and gone bankrupt six times yep. since 1900. Okay. So, so, by the way, folks, there are numerous examples across the globe and across time of countries defaulting on their national debt. And by the way, it ain't a pretty scenario, and it results in inflation like 2,000 percent. So I mean, there's a a whole lot of really, really, really bad things that happen, okay? And so if you look across the world, okay, there are a whole bunch of basket-case financial countries, okay, that uh, have not been able to grow their economies. As fast as their their ability to borrow money, I have to laugh, and your mother is going to get mad at me. But Greece, it was like a, a basket case. A few, do you remember reading about Greece? They keep on borrowing money, and they keep on yeah. not being able to pay back. Pa- and, and, and folks, you, you don't ever as a country want to get into a situation where you cannot pay with any kind of possibility your debts really really bad things happen okay and all i'm saying is we're not immune and we need to be mindful of that going forward okay? sure. you know it's 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 a there's you know if you look at the financial basket cases of the world as countries okay they have Poor or erratic economies, yep. okay, and, and if they happen to borrow money, that puts even more problems on the poor or erratic economies, okay. Th- there's a there was a s- several studies done. I think it was by Bank of America. I, I forget. But so at at what point do you get nervous or start worrying about your ability to pay back the money? That's a you know wh- wh- when does that come? Yeah. You know? So, so there's a, a, a thing called the debt to GDP ratio, yep. which basically says how much is your debt. Okay, how much is your gross domestic product? Okay, uh, and so right now, okay, this is give me a second here. This is like in the last twenty twenty something. So, like right now, the government of Japan, its debt to GDP ratio is two hundred and thirty seven percent. Okay. Okay that's not good. Yep. Okay. Uh if you're GDP. Okay, that, that means okay that that your your deficit is two and a half times bigger than your economy. That gets into scary territory. Okay, but anyway, the the bottom line, yeah. okay, is that okay? A lot of studies have suggested that somewhere around 75 percent, if your economy is uh, 10 trillion dollars, okay. Okay, around you know seven and a half trillion dollars of deficit, okay, or about seventy-five percent, seventy-seven percent. That's about a rate that, if you go above that, the interest payments that you pay. Start affecting the economy. Okay. Okay. Because the government has to start paying more and more money. So, so it's not disaster. It's kind of it's starting to look unhealthy if that ratio gets above seventy five percent.
1: Yeah. I, I should. Okay. I should point out, uh, and there's been a lot of work done on this. as a lot. Of, you know, this is uh, by no means a science, and there are many yep. countries who, who manage to do pretty well with debt to GB, GDP over yep. uh, over that seventy five percent. Of course, you you know you know you've, you've Heard it, I've heard I've heard 90 percent. You know, the short it's 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 relatively yeah. it's obvious to say that the higher your debt to GDP ratio is, you know, the, the 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 more risk you're running as far as economic yeah. trouble. I do have, you know, uh, we, the phone just rang and we had uh, and uh, Cindy put up a, her little whiteboard here. But it, it it's no caller. It's uh, it says Joe Biden wins two hundred and seventy three votes. So, again, <laughs> We're recording this uh, on the seventh, so I guess somebody just called it. I'm not sure who it is, but uh, that's it. that's the first. I don't know if we've ever done breaking news on this show before.
2: It's on well, the Channel it, Five it, News, also.
1: Okay, yeah, Channel Five. Yeah, it's a, CNN has it too, as well. So, all right. I didn't mean to. We won't uh, we won't interrupt you too much because I think most people saw that one coming, and uh, it was uh, it was trending that way certainly. Anyway, so yeah, um,
2: yeah to, to get back to our example, if your mortgage payment is seventy. 5% of your income. Yeah. What's your life look like? Okay, yeah. I mean that's the best example I can give. And so my 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 you know, you may be able to pay for it, but if it's a gradual degradation in the quality of your government or economy or country yeah. over time, you know, c- countries never do anything pre well, preemptive. We always kind of react to things. So my my only point is that at you know, more and more interest that we have to pay on bigger and bigger debts is an expense, and if that expense Gets bigger, maybe our roads get bumpier. or yep. maybe our bridges start falling down more regularly, or you know, maybe the army becomes whatever sort of a thing. Okay. And, and so just to be, I, yeah, yeah
1: you know, I, I wanna, I wanna point out. Yeah, I mean, you 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 just made reference to the fact that the, uh, you know, it's it would be like owing, you know, if you had a hundred percent, it would be like owing a hundred percent of what you made in a year. It's it's actually much worse than that because you know, f- people will they may pay taxes at. Uh, you know, less than fifty percent rates, but it doesn't work that way. I mean, you know, GDP is not what the what you know is not tax receipts, right? It's not what the government gets right. to spend. It's the total right. earnings, and yeah. you know, because people don't pay, you know, people pay less than half of their money in taxes. That means you know, the government is taking what's left over. So I mean, we're talking about, you know, I think right now we may take in you know in tax receipts somewhere around you know maybe four trillion dollars, or I'm, that's a that's a yeah. guesstimate, but yeah. uh, so it's like we're making four trillion and we owe. 22 that's a you know that's yeah. that, that makes the situation even worse it's more dire than your income it's because the you know the yeah. the government doesn't get to spend all that gdp
2: so so the the macroeconomic point here is that i sure as heck whoever the government is is mindful that we have to keep growing our economy yeah. at least as much as we're growing our debt yeah that's 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 the big picture and that affects everybody listening to us right now about how that works by the way okay so i've got some uh Key takeaways from an article. I'm just going to quote here, yep. uh, and and it's uh, it's pretty cool actually. The article is fr- it's from Investopedia, but here key yep. takeaways: the debt to GDP ratio is the ratio of a country's public debt to its gross domestic product. We know that. Right. If a country is unable to pay its debt, it defaults, which could cause financial panic in the domestic and international markets. The higher the debt to GDP ratio ratio is, the less likely a country will pay back its debt and the higher risk of default. And then last and not least, a study by the World Bank found that if the debt to GDP ratio of a country exceeds 77% for an extended period of time, it slows economic growth well if the you know see we there's a balance there is all I'm going with that
0: yeah. okay
2: we have a world debt clock that's been going crazy and you see the numbers yeah. tick over and then okay so so our our, our, our our this is to our leaders of our country because we can't <laughs> control this okay yeah. so whoever is sitting in the Oval Office and whoever is sitting in houses of Congress yeah. okay you need to be mindful that, that if we continue to borrow money which we certainly are and need to do and that's I think that's... That's awful, by the way, but if we need to do that, we better damn well have our economy keep up with its ability to pay that and not affect the quality of our lives, okay? And we're, we're just not immune to that. We don't want to get too cocky about that as a country, okay? Because maybe the time will come when that's not the case. Yep. And that's just kinda something to be mindful of, if you know what I mean. Folks, a whole lot of other countries across the planet have been crucified financially and lifestyle-wise because they couldn't do that. And uh, so just, just be very careful about that. Yeah. So they, well, another sidebar here, which is kind of interesting. So uh, you know, people people can't do that. We can't borrow till the end of the earth and print money to pay it off. Okay. So, but but our federal government does. By the way, state governments, thank God, can't do that. Yep. Okay. You know, state of Massachusetts has to balance its budget every year. Okay as in spend no more than you earn, okay, and, and they're subject to the rules of f- normal finance in bad years, like this year, by the way, okay, they had to dump on, dump into their rainy, jump into their rainy day fund to make the budget work as near as I can figure out. So, so it, I think it's a good thing to be financially responsible, okay, and balance your budgets, and it's just unfortunate that we have a federal government that doesn't feel the same way, and hopefully it never affects us seriously but I think we just need to be mindful of that okay I I think I'm done on that how about you
1: yeah I mean and just you know just to be clear um, you know uh, this is, I'll, I'll try to leave politics out of this but yeah you know the the, the reality is is that government spending um, you know, I'll, I'll say can be not. I, it's not always good for the economy, but it certainly can be, right? I mean, if you if you have a huge federal, you know, a federal debt, and you're paying, you know, trillions and trillions of dollars in interest every year, that's money that that's taken away from, you know, redoing infrastructure and and you know all the jobs and all the improvements to the economy that might come with stuff like that. I mean, so you know, I don't I don't think you know I don't I don't, th- you know, don't, uh, don't want to go. I'm not full socialist over here, but I mean, I, I think most people would agree that some level of government spending in certain circumstances. Is, is beneficial to the economy, and and the more money you're paying in interest, the less money you have available for stuff like that, and it just makes it more difficult to keep up in an you know an increasingly increasingly competitive world uh, economy.
2: Yeah, if I had my way, we'd give an economic quiz to all potential congressional candidates and presidents. But hey, yep. moving right along, here, if you know <laughs> what I mean. Uh, oh we, we, <laughs> we we have to be careful about that. I'm sure function. they all. Yeah, they they
1: probably all know, and they and they probably you know their their incentive is not to uh, is not necessarily for the long term future of the country. No, no, their, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it,
2: their incentive is to give us more money and make us yeah. feel that we vote for them, That's Justin. Right. And uh, at, at some point, that doesn't work. By the way, so yeah, one more thing. About print, oh, yeah. Uh, Venezuela has defaulted six times since 1982. I misspoke. Yeah. And, tw- and 12 times since 1926. 19- yeah. Okay. Venezuela. Um, and, and a few dozen other countries across the planet are economic basket cases uh, because they have poor economies uh, and have uh, borrowed a bunch of money that people are dumb enough to still give them. You know, oh, let's rework your default and you can yeah. pay us less money on our bonds. So somebody loses in in that deal, believe me. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, and, and, and the, I guess the last related uh, part of that, I'm, I'm sorry, I missed this, is is printing money. Okay, Uh so so, um, so in 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 times past, and by the way right now the the government 's basically printing money I, I, there 's some huge you know, our government has been buying bonds and securities this year during the covid right you 're aware of that right oh yeah yeah, yeah, the government has been spending i God knows how much money propping up the financial markets by buying bonds and and by buying some stocks just to keep things going in the economy well. Well, where they getting the money right where where they get the money for that okay, and the, the short answer is they got it from the print, computer yeah, yeah, well, you know, if I could print up a few thousand dollar bills, I think my life would get even better sort of a thing but so so well, you know there have been in history some really bad consequences of of that happening, yeah oh, okay. Sure. Uh, and, and high inflation is one of them certainly in germany uh, you know venezuela or another place like that so so if you're going to print money okay, m- m- maybe that works forever as long as your economy keeps growing you know the the the, se- the secret is we can't mess with the growth of the economy in relation to the amount of money we borrow that's that's the secret and i just hope to god that that our, the people who lead this country are financially aware enough to know that yeah, and not go out and do things <clears throat> to try to slow down the economy in one way, shape, or other, or not. In, 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 well, I'll leave that alone. I don't want to get too political, but yeah. certain parties feel different ways about that. But uh, you, one needs to be mindful that our, our economy it produces our lifestyle in this country, uh, and if it starts slipping and sliding and not growing as fast as our ability to pay our debts, bad things can happen. That's all.
1: I I'm going to I'm going to go out there and take a guess. I know I'll not, you know, not all of the uh, the races have been called, and uh, specifically in the Senate. And I know we're going to have a couple of runoffs in January, but I don't think you're going to like the next couple of years. If if I if I had to guess, right? I mean, we're going to have a divided Congress. Uh, we had we had huge deficits in 2019 pre. Uh, Pre-COVID, and then yeah. you know it's obviously gotten worse this year, and I, I'm not sure what you know what the appetite is going to be even when things normalize for you know for either tax increases or spending cuts. That, I don't. Uh, I'm 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 a little pessimistic on on deficits specifically. Maybe we may be uh, we may be okay in the financial markets because there's probably yeah. not going to be a whole heck of a lot of change going on unless you know unless we get a, a couple of Georgia races that go to the Democrats, and uh, then maybe you can get some. Yeah. You know some substantial change, but uh, I don't. I'm not seeing. Uh, I'm not seeing too much unless we get some great economic <laughs> growth over the next couple of years. I'm yeah, going to guess right. we're going to okay. be trending in in the same direction. Do you know what I mean? Uh, th- I don't think yeah, you're going right. to like it. I'm, I'm going to guess we'll have this conversation again at some point in the next yeah. few years.
2: <laughs> you're getting a little mellow, Justin, in your old age. Eh? No? Okay. By by the way, um, the J.P. Morgan folks uh, publish a guide to the markets, uh, and I'm looking at at the 2020 guide to the the markets for the third quarter. Yeah. And for the fiscal 2020 budget year, okay, the United States is borrowing 3.311 trillion with a B dollars. A trillion with a 3, and that is 50% of our budget this year. Is that right? Ooh. I'm 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 looking at the chart. That's a lot. Okay. We bo- we are borrowing half of the money we spent this year. Yeah. Okay. Because of the COVID. Yeah. By the way, if that's a one-time thing, you we keep calling it, it the
1: COVID. Is that what it's called? Or is that what, is that what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> what? The, the COVID. COVID. You keep referring to yeah. it as the COVID. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But seriously, I see that all the time. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> well, it's 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 shorter than the, the whole thing. Yeah. You know? Okay. I mean, it's just whatever. Because
1: of the COVID, I got
2: gotcha. you. Any, anyway, but yeah, so so folks, you know, we have to be mindful of what we do, and that's good. Live within our means, and I, I it just it just rubs me the wrong way. That we're heading down a path that it gets a little trickier to negotiate the further down you go that's all okay and, uh, and by the way to get uh, somewhat political I'm I, I hope we do have a divided Congress because the financial markets love it when nothing happens in Washington
1: it does okay. tend to yeah and, that does tend to be and, the uh, yeah. the reaction doesn't and, it yep
2: and, and and by the way you know you, you that's okay you know I mean m- maybe they should just let things be for a while uh-huh. and uh, move on but who knows right uh, okay all right so anyway so I think I've exhausted Exhausted uh, the the macroeconomic point on the national debts. Okay, so, geez, we have um, I, I got holy cow, I think We got uh, seven or eight. What do you want to do here, Justin? You want to you want to do a little one? You want to do a you want to get into this two thousand? Well, yeah. If we get into the the two thousand seven to two thousand nine financial mess, we're going to have to do another show. I think I don't I don't think you this. could
1: possibly do capitalism versus socialism in ten minutes. So we, we probably well, shouldn't do that one. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, and some, and could, and besides, you probably want more preparation for that one. Oh yeah, I'm I have to come. to
1: uh, come with with my own research for that one. Now.
2: Okay. By the <laughs> way, as long as as long as you mentioned that, you don't know this, but I have several photographs ready for, for different content. I, here.
1: I see your little. Okay, I do. Okay. I do see some. Uh, it says yeah, photos yeah, we, in parentheses, but they're not here. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna you're gonna email them to me separately, or uh,
2: you more. Cap- no, put no, them on but, the website. But but just <laughs> after <laughs> you brought the subject up. Okay, just just Google, okay. socialistic countries. Oh wow! All right. Okay. By the way, there are four. All right.
1: This is are these ready? are admitted admitted socialistic hey, countries. Okay. It, it,
2: it's on it's on Google. This must be right. I, I just just I, for yucks. I didn't know socialistic. Go, ahead. Go Google it. Google socialistic countries right now. Let's,
1: I don't. Google doesn't think socialistic is a word, but I'll I'll Google well, it anyway.
2: All right. What do you got? <laughs> I'll tell you what you got. People's Republic of China. Cuba Laos uh, and Vietnam okay okay uh, would you like to move to any of those places
1: <laughs> no
2: okay what moving right along <laughs> there's a I, I don't
1: I, I, I don't love the uh, there's a I think that socialism gets conflated with authoritarianism, and and right. uh, there, and, you there's, know,
2: there's, and there's economic, yeah. yeah. there's economic socialism versus whatever. Yeah, there's I understand. There's all kinds of.
1: I, yeah. I don't. I don't. I think that it's that's more of a you know a, a scare word from uh, one yeah. side of our political system. But okay. you know w- whether or not. Agreed. Yeah. Every country I think probably has some level of socialism. Ours included. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know we do have social security, so it's yeah. Uh, not a stretch yeah, to but, say that we have we have some of it. Yeah. I, that's you know China obviously I don't know actually anything about those other countries for the most part but uh, I yeah, do know well, that China is authoritarian so. yeah, and aren't are they that are they that socialist I guess probably they are
2: well by the way maybe we can kill the rest of the show on this subject <laughs> easy <easier laughs> enough if
1: go for it, it. So if you hey if you got let's... if you to if you want to take a shot at it, that's fine I okay.
2: can well okay are you okay that a certain party in this country believes in taking uh, taking care of folks and that the government should do a lot of folks for its people They'll spend a lot of money and, and Give basic protections for people for basic things. You okay with that?
1: Uh, yes, I would say yeah. yeah. One party yeah. more so than other than the other. Yes, yeah. certainly. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. I apologize for any Republican folks are listening to us. So yeah, yeah. So so that's and that's I, I get that and I agree with that to a point. Yeah. Uh, okay about that, but the, the the point about at what point does that. Mess with the economy, yep. Yeah. Okay, and start slowing it down, tearing it apart, or changing it—the negative. Yeah. Okay, so there's, so, so forget forget what you want to call it. Yep. Yeah. Okay, but I, I'm certainly for for you know helping unfortunate folks who, who are in trouble. Okay. Yeah. I, I, it, it, it's hard to it's hard to argue with any of the noble ideas. Okay, that are on the democratic platform. You'd be perfectly honest. Some of them, but not most yeah. of them. Yeah. But to be able to afford them and what they do for the economy and our ability to continue is like the big question from my point of view. So, so you know, that the, we have to be, you know, call it what you like, yeah. okay? What government does for its people, okay, versus what letting people take care of that on their own. That's like the big yin and the yang we're talking about here, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think so. Yeah. So, you know, again, to be clear, part, part of the issue with our national discourse is just the, is the, you know, the all or nothing black or white nature. of right. it. I mean, I think right. e- everyone right. would agree that some level of, of socialism is probably appropriate. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think most people should say would say, hey, you know what, if so, you know, if, if there are people starving in the streets, the plan should just be to let them die. Right. I mean, I, right. I, I, that's probably right. would have a, uh, you know, a fairly high approval rating if that was if that was the policy. So we're really just talking about where you are on a scale, right? And, and right. you know, I, I by the same token, I don't think that most people say from the left think that, you know, the tax rates should be 80%, right? I mean, that's, you know, yeah. that that's how they're portrayed um, by, you know, by, let's say, let's say the, you know, the far right or the far right, me- or the media on the right. But, you know, that's really probably not at all the reality, right, when most, I think when most of the left is, is talking about, uh, you know, changing, policy in this country, it's, it's a move to a more kind of a European-like system where rates are, tax rates are certainly higher, but capitalism is, you know, still exists, right? I mean, yeah. I, think, I think unchecked... There, there you go. Socialism obviously will will ruin an economy. Uh, but yeah. you know, you could make the same case for unchecked capitalism, right? I mean what, what happens Easily. if what Easily. happens if there's no social safety net and yeah. you know, and there's no checks on the income of the wealthy and you know, and, and all of a sudden ninety five percent of the wealth is in is in the hands yeah. of a few. You no, know, then, then how rich, we do it for a social. Rich guy at
2: the, that's yeah. right.
1: That's yeah. right. And then, yeah, then be one get,
2: rich guy at the end and he'll he or she'll be king. You know, right. and everybody else will be poor. So,
1: no, and, and right, everyone will and agree. everyone will rise up and, and you know, the economy will be destroyed that way, right? So is that, you know, right, right. we are all just talking yeah. about a, yeah. you know, different degrees of it, which is it makes it makes me frustrated we as are. someone who listens yeah. to this stuff and says, "Come on, can we, Does everyone have to be so dramatic?
2: Well, by the way, so, so to go back to your like, very few opening comments, which yeah. I hardly agree with. You know, you, there was nobody that would be argue, and everybody would agree that certain things should be done. Well, yep. how come 535 people in our U.S. Congress and a president can't? Okay. Yeah, uh, you, 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 you want to think think about that for a moment.
1: Well, there's not they're okay. just not incentivized to. You know, there's no incentive to agree on that stuff anymore, right? I mean, Well, we're then, we're why, all... why is
2: why is that? Okay, I guess, you know that that's where the issues are. Nation- well, I think why, it's why is
1: that? mostly the national media? Uh, that's my that's, yeah. my that's my that's my well, thing. Well, you no, can't, you can't be a, you can't be a Republican. No. Right? no no Republicans for the most part. I mean, with very few exceptions, you know, how how many Republicans do you think Joe Biden is going to get on board for a even a moderate? Uh, reform to anything moderate tax reform? Yep. The answer is probably right. none, because yep. they can't. Right? I mean, it's not. It's not like yep. Susan Collins is it just in Maine yep. and, and you know the national media doesn't doesn't yep. get to her. If if she yep. says, oh, I'll I'll go along with some tax reform and I'll you know I'll raise incomes for folks above who are making yep. above a million dollars a year, yep. she'll be. Crushed and and you know they'll you know you know she'll be primaried and money will flood in from you know from out of state and and it just doesn't work that way anymore and that's yeah. that's a shame, yeah. but I think there the incentive is just to never agree and never compromise and right. that's a yeah. that's a okay bond. and
2: and by the way that's we agree on that by the way. If we took uh, five random people from every state in the country, okay, yeah. and put them in a room and said, govern the country, they'd probably compromise and talk about it and come up with as much common sense. Wh- wh- yeah. Why don't the people, why don't the people, if most, you you, you said it, and I agree. I think yeah. the, the vast majority of people in this country, okay, are somewhere in between and would like to see some of this and some of that and yeah. some of the other things. Okay, well, if that's the case, then we're not being represented correctly. Nope. <laughs> Okay, in Congress, and that's where the issue is. Forget whether you're Republican or Democrat. That's where the issue is. Okay, yep. and and that's the problem. So that's just how it is. It's yeah. Unfortunate, and and we need to fix that. So yeah, it's I, I, there are numerous eloquent uh, beliefs on the Democratic platform and the Republican platform that I'm in favor of, and some I don't like. Yeah. Well, wh- why is it I have to vote? For, you know, one choice fits all sort of a thing, and that's just something we need to fix in this country. I, I, I yeah, I don't think our leadership represents our people. Okay, per per your comment. No. Most people would agree. Okay. And that you know, that's that's something we can fix <laughs> okay, as opposed to sit back and accept how it is, sort of a thing. That's all.
1: Yeah, it's a bummer. I, I wish be, I, I you know hope, hopefully we can make some progress with uh, you know with maybe with stuff like ranked choice voting or maybe more political parties who knows I, I mean I know that stuff is becoming more popular I think we're a long way from yeah. uh, from having more moderate voices at least in our national yeah. politics uh, yeah. but you know who knows yeah, we'll, we'll see.
2: yeah. B- between between <laughs> the media and and actually uh, I think a political system that's entrenched and maybe not in as much touch with the country as they think they are I think that's what we need to fix, okay, yeah. uh, sort of a thing, and that's you know that's something to think about. I mean, you know, my my solution is term limits. Everybody serve oh. sort of six years yeah. and go home. <laughs> Let's okay, <see>. well,
1: <laughs> yeah. we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see how quick that one gets. <laughs>
2: well, there you go. We'll, okay, we'll,
1: now, we'll now. end on that pie in the sky hope, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, great talking to you, everybody.